Too Many Comics, episode 188. Brooks' life has gotten in the way once more. I uh, know. But the, the big news is that I saw Avengers Endgame for the second time today. Who'd you go with? Uh, some people from work. Who'd you go the first time with? Uh, the, the, the guys I usually see stuff with. Okay. Well, so, second time around. It's still great. I know, man. I, I need to see it again myself because there's just there's just so much you have to like catch and follow and all these little threads. And now you know where some of those goodies are and you can tune in a little bit more. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, relive some of your favorite jokes, some of your favorite moments. It was a completely different experience of seeing an opening night with a packed theater of nerds versus there were probably five people in the theater today. What time did you go? 1030. A.M.? Yeah. <laughs> did, you go, did you go to work today? It was a little, it was a little work trip. So did, you, did you go to work today? I don't, I don't mean to put, get in trouble here, but that what I happened did. here? Yeah. Somewhat. That, okay, that's like four hours you missed. Three. No. There's the drive, the previews, and the movie. Oh, the, the drive is like two minutes down the road. And the previews, I think we got there. We actually sat down, and it was cut scene right into Jeremy Renner. So we didn't get there right at 1030. Uh, it was all good. I'm going to call BS on the two-minute drive. I'm going to say it's at least seven. Okay, whatever. I, I mean, I, I want you to keep your job. I'm just saying. Right. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. Okay? Well, let's stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. Whatever. Anyway, that's good. I'm, I'm happy for you. I, I want to see it myself. But there's, get, there, there are a lot of movies, and I, I, I mean, I'm even having trouble revisiting uh, the Game of Thrones finale. But I, do I want to see it again? I, I know this is not what this show's about, but obviously that's been very much talked about as well. The Game of Thrones finale. It's over. Yeah. Right. Good. And the people's disappointment, myself included. Well, I'm sorry for that. Okay, anyway, so. Uh, well, I mean, since we're talking Endgame, let's go through some of this follow-up for Endgame, uh, even though it's not the first thing listed here. Uh, Avengers Endgame box office was massive, obviously. Um, by week four, was no longer in the top spot, but I think it's still on track to surpass Avatar here, maybe this weekend, next weekend. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, to me, I never saw Avatar. So I have I have no yeah how many people yeah I, god damn. I don't I don't understand I don't understand it I don't understand the hype I feel like nobody talks about it except for in stories like this mm-hmm. like, like who saw this movie where are you yeah I don't know a lot of people worldwide Mister Will <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I bet you Pitbull did see it what mm-hmm. do you think probably <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Chinese Communist Party has punished a firm in China for skipping work in order to see Avengers Endgame. So obviously it's a communist country, and I guess it was leaked to the government that some agency was letting their people go do their thing, and they got in big trouble. God forbid. Well, I mean, my God, heaven forbid they get let go early for something that's actually important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like you know, every so often, like I'm I, I'm 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 trying to be delicate here, but like, well, in the states, you might get cut early on, like Thanksgiving Eve or or the day before. This Friday before Easter, whatever it is. So, sorry at the movie. Well, it probably was at least a successful attempt at boosting morale. Like, I'm sure everyone that went had a great time. Yeah, no Facebook, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. mm No, sir, people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we got some details rolling out about the Black Widow movie, which is said to be taking place not as far back as the prequel as we thought. Um, potentially is what she was up to during... Uh, the immediate aftermath of Captain America: Civil War. It, it, it's still I, I have a problem with it because again, it, it, it makes it more, it makes it a lower stakes movie when we know she's not going to die that way. Yeah, I feel I, like they missed the boat of doing the Black Widow movie. Yeah, they did. I mean, I, I, I as much as I love Gamora, I would prefer they'd done that route with Black Widow. Like we got to go back in time to find her or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, 
I could see that. So, so but but they didn't. Or so, maybe but... you know, after seeing the movie again for the second time today, and saw it, uh, someone there who had not seen Captain Marvel, so you know, going into it, just giving a little background on her character, because if you don't have it, it's a you know, she shows up a very super powered being. Um, it's almost as if, and that's one of the, I think that's one of the drawbacks of Endgame is Captain Marvel's role. And it, to me, I feel like she was sort of rushed in before Endgame, and then thrown into this movie. And it begs the question of why couldn't she just save all these people herself? If she's blowing up Thanos' ship by herself, right. bringing bringing Tony back down, flying him out of Nowheresville, Nowheresville back to Earth. Um, it's almost like the the woman movie could have been some backstory of Black Widow before Endgame, and then that way you learn even more about her before she gives herself up for the Soul Stone. And then perhaps we get introduced to Captain Marvel after the fact. That's decent. I'm okay with that theory, but that's impossible now. Yeah. Because also through, throughout much of the battle, Captain Marvel is not there. Like she only shows yeah. up after like all the people who got blown away from the snap come back. But she was not one of those. So she should have been with them from the onset. Well, but the, her, her whole thing from the beginning was that she was taking care of other galaxies who didn't have people like the Avengers taking care of them. All right. Well, even though, even though uh, the snap seems to be a universal problem. Yeah. Not just not just a, a galaxy problem. Galaxy. Who else out there is as powerful as the snap? Well, I guess nobody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you know. Speaking of, when can we expect Marvel to reveal Phase Four slate? When they have we? not done so yet. So what's the deal? Well, the good news is people think it's going to be this summer. Um, they would, Kevin Feige did confirm that Spider-Man Far From Home is the end of Phase 3 as it's sort of a direct follow-up to Endgame. It looks like the torch is going to be handed over to Spider-Man a little bit, opening up Earth-616. Um, lots of things to officially happen. We know what movies are sort of working on. Nothing's been announced. The Disney has the, the dates set already. Um, they did release those. Uh, so, you know, clearly very soon because the details got to start trickling out here. Any moment. The de- the deets and the tails. But which by the way, you, you danced around this. So yes, Spider-Man from home is, is is basically putting out there that there are multi universes, which is a big deal. It's a very big deal. So six sixteen, which is like I always say where we live, which is not true because <laughs> <laughs> we don't live in this universe that they do. But um so that's how things like Miles Morales and perhaps the X Men and, and Fantastic Four are gonna make their way in. Which is you know, it's convenient, but I like it. Yeah, sure. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, last bit of follow-up is over uh, at some point in the last few days, uh, I was going through the DVR, uh, saw Gotham pop up, and remembered that I had recorded the last episode, and I did uh, promise that I was going to watch it at some point. So I didn't watch like the full minute-by-minute thing, fast-forward through quite a bit, Um checking some key scenes obviously watched to the very end for the batman reveal um having not invested much of my time at all into the show um i don't know i mean i think it's somewhat i think it's cool that they got to the point of listen people have invested a lot of time into watching a show about batman they should see some form of batman um but i think if i would have put that many seasons into it i would have wanted to see more than what well i mean that's that's kind of the thing man but at the end of smallville we got five seconds of yeah Superman wearing so but, couldn't we have done something different since that's already well, been done i mean i i think I, since i did invest all that time in the show i i thought it was appropriate 
it just I, I don't think it was ever meant to be a Batman show. It was meant to be the, the show that led up to him becoming that character. And they teased it just right, I feel like. And uh, my only gripe would be that they couldn't say it's like, the Joker. And yeah. she's Harley Quinn. Like, that was, come that on. That was really weird. Because I definitely stopped and watched that scene. Um, yeah. I was talking my echo. My, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's super weird. Just use the actual names. Oh, by the way, so had you seen... Francesca Dawson play the character before uh, bits and bits and pieces. Yes. What'd you think? Yeah, she was good, very good. I thought so. I mean, she went out like a champ. I mean, in my untrained eye, she's a very good actress. Same but, <laughs> but, but, but she did. She did go out like a champ. That she, she did. She committed to the part. Mm-hmm. But I was also like, oh man. Even though this is the final episode, but fuck. Yeah. Well, hey. Anyway. What are you gonna do? Nothing. All right, so a couple weeks ago, we selected Excellence, number one, um, out of Image Comics to read. Uh, This was Spencer Dales was born to a world of magic. His father belongs to the Aegis, a secret society of black magicians ordered by their unseen masters to better the lives of others, those with greater potential, but never themselves. Now it's time for Spencer to follow in his father's footsteps, but all he sees is a broken system in need of someone with the wand and the will to change it. But in this fight for a better future, who will stand beside him? So, All right. so, I'm, so I'm a I'm a victim to having read this like two weeks ago and having a lot happening since then. Um, so I'm gonna let you kick it off. All right. So well, you you read the description beautifully. Yes. So there is so there's these families. We get this like family tree kind of thing at the beginning of these ma- magical families of mm-hmm. yesteryear. Those full panel that, full panel callouts were were pretty cool. I know you're a fan of those. Mm-hmm. So they they sort of explain that there are essentially these families that are considered to be premier among magical people. And also there's these rules that you can't use magic this way or that way, or, or, or you have to have a wand and you have to be licensed and all these other things. If you want to be a practicing licensed wizard, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so we followed this main character who, despite being of a lineage that would be considered to be premier is just, just having a hard time picking up his sticks. He's just not, coming to it naturally and we follow him become trying to become what he's supposed to become and that's basically what this book is about and i, I mean i thought it was okay i mean given that it, this was this was a a short week for for books that we wanted or given that there was there was a shortage of books in a regular week i i, I thought it was cool i really yeah. did i mean we've definitely read some duds i would, this was <laughs> i would not not classify it as such i thought the art was great um yeah. love those call outs like i mentioned uh, a lot of cool use of all the sh- all the shit that I like. Um, that, you know, I'm a sucker for the non-standard uh, panel layouts and uh, a lot of panels where like the I don't know how how to explain it, but it's the the character is running out of one panel and the action is sort of overlapping into another panel. Um, if you look through it, look through it, you'll see it. It's kind of as if like the character is like running on the page itself and not within the comic. I don't know, they just just did some cool things with layouts. Um, it looks great on an iPad. Uh, the colors really stood out. Uh, the story, uh, I, you know, I'm not super. I think the only thing magic that I somewhat got into was um, what was Mark Miller's The Magic Order? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, magic's not like a big, huge thing that I'm super interested in. But, you know, the, that as a backdrop to the story seems like it could be good. I'm, I'm hopeful that this is, and I can't remember if it was supposed to be an, an ongoing um, hopeful or a you know, a shorter story. I could definitely see this as like a, let's maybe run two trades out to tell a, a full first story and, and see how the book is selling. Uh, yeah. So I think it's, I think it's well put together. The writer, Brandon Thomas, um, 
Dun Horizon, The Many Adventures of Miranda Mercury, Noble, Voltron. Uh, the art I do remember from We Are Robin, um, which is probably why it stood out to me a little bit and, and being super familiar. But uh, yeah, it's well put together. Um, if you're into magic, you probably would, would love this. Uh, if you're not, uh, give it a look-see anyways, if you haven't already. Cool. Well, so there you go. All right, then. Next week, or slash this week. Uh, <laughs> Killer no, no, Groove. No, 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 actually, it's next week. Actually. Okay. Killer Groove number one. This is in 1970s Los Angeles. Johnny is one of thousands of musicians trying to make it big while working a crummy bar job and getting drunk with his whiskey-soaked PI friend, Jackie. When Johnny gets tangled up with a local mob hitman, he not only finds a new and violent career, but maybe the inspiration for his music as well. From Ollie Masters and Eon Marin comes the next rock and roll crime sensation with a beat that'll kill you dead. Okay, so there you go. All right, then. What else did you uh, get to over these couple weeks? All right, so I'm as guilty as anybody uh, about being I, – I have no children, and uh, I'm not even married, but I've just been busy as shit, man. I really have, but I have read some, read some things. Okay. Uh, so I read Uncanny X-Men 18. This is by Matthew Rosenberg, of course. And the thing about this is it's been all but acknowledged that all these things that are happening leading up to Jonathan Hickman's reboot of X-Men, it's, it's happening this July. It's, it's like a layup. Like what? what? Apparently it's going to be a complete reboot, the whole thing. Crazy shit's been been, been sort of teased out. Yeah, so, so, let's, they, so one of the weekly news stories I have, and I'll just sort of bring it up now and we can skip over it later, is, is Matthew Rosenberg saying about Uncanny X-Men. And I didn't include a lot of the Hickman stuff because it it was is far beyond me. So so hopefully as you go through some of these X-Men books that you have read, um, you know, feel free to dive into that a little bit more if you understand what's going on. So th- th- Nobody does, is okay. the thing. So, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation this way. But so, so Matthew Rosenberg has killed off that I can think of like four or five characters in four or five books that are not major necessarily, but are major enough that, 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 that a casual reader of X-Men books would be like, they're dead. So, so it's hard to say like what's happening. So the, the book is begat out of most of the X-Men are now erstwhile in this age of X-Men stuff that's happening. And so it's Cyclops and Wolverine are back together and they've recruited people to be in the, in this book and they're just getting murdered big time. <laughs> that's the main to me, the main takeaway. So okay. there's that. Um, continuing on with Dead Man Logan six and seven. I, I, I do enjoy this book. You know, um, it's planned for twelve, and this is the idea that you know Dead Man Logan, who we've been having in X Men books for three or four or five years now. How long? Was it? it was Jeff Lemire started it off with uh, Andrea Sorrentino way back. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, they're going to close up this character's arc. He's now back where he from whence he came uh, in the alternate reality where he was living. That, so there's there's that. Okay. Uh, Age of X Men uh, Four. This is the Marvelous X Men. I just, as we know, no one's having sex. But uh, the, the, these these people's memories are not these people. These characters, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they're not real. They're being their their memories they have that they have had repressed by uh, X Men slash Nate Gray are seeping out, and it's become becoming prob- problematic. I still don't love it. Gideon Falls 13, which is done by the team I mentioned earlier, which is Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. You did not read this? Uh, I have not gotten to that yet, no. Okay, it's so great. It's very, we're doing time jumps now. This book has, has come a long way from where it started. In terms of what is it about, we have a better idea. And the spreads are great. My only complaint is, as I swipe through it on a train or whatever, it's over quick. That's the only... Yeah. <clears throat> but, but, but I also like that, because I'm busy. Yeah, there's too many comics. Uh, uh, Super Sons, which I've labeled Adventure Sons. Sorry, <laughs> I, 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 I want this thing to be over. I do. Yeah, it's time. 
Um, this is again focusing on Damian Wayne and Jonathan Kent. Uh, it's taking place before a lot of things that are that are happening presently in DC. So it again pursuant to my Black Widow movie comments, the the heat is off on <laughs> like the long term ramifications, and it's not even told that well. Frank, given that it's the same team doing it. Eh. Yeah, there's a. It probably could have been six issues instead of the twelve that's going to be, and just stuck yeah. to like a straight regular story. So that's that's where I uh, fell out this past couple weeks. Yeah, I feel the same about it. Uh, you know, still love those two characters having a book and doing the thing. Uh, but yeah, just too long of a series, or at least went wayward too many times. Uh, yeah. Two issues left. Hopefully they they finish strong. Um, I will follow it up to say, I think I left that on my pool at the comic shop and I, I did get the dreaded call of like, Hey, come pick up your stuff, which is odd to me because saga is still on hiatus. I think super sons, and I may have even asked them to take paper girls off. Like there can't be more than four bucks sitting there. And it's annoying to me that I have to get a call about four bucks, but how much, how much do you want to be the clerk that has to call? Yeah. I mean, and then the worst thing is, is I drove out there on my lunch Tuesday I get to the parking lot, go up there to pull on the door. There's a sign that says, starting in May, we will be closed on Tuesdays as well. I'm like, great. So they, they didn't update their Google business listing because I looked on there to get the address again. So I drove out there. I'm, I, my plan is to call them tomorrow and see if they'll let me pay for them via phone just so they're paid off and I can come get them whenever at some point. But it's just the call that like to make you feel bad as if you're like, first off, you guys aren't going to close up shop because of the 15 bucks I owe you. And also my four books aren't like causing a backfill in your like long boxes out front. So chill oh, out. But what if they all, uh, what if they all owe $15 though? You think about that? No, 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 never did. There can't be that many of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. I have to reach in there. Yeah. That, oh, just 15 bucks over like a four month period. Uh, all right. Getting that out of the way. So I did some traveling last week. Um, Comixology sent out a an Image Comics. Do you get these like coupons that they sell out being a unlimited subscriber? Uh, you've asked this before. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you should check your email because they sent out some good stuff. Um, I got one for Image Comics. It was Image Comics specifically books that came out before March 5th, and it was 65% off. So a lot of the books when I went through of, okay, what have I wanted to read? Do I want to read? Um, it's available that I could take advantage of this. So they're already, the ones that I pulled were like already on sale to begin with. You already got like the 10% off for being a Comixology Unlimited subscriber and then the 65% off. So here's, before I get into what I've read of them, let me just point out, uh, what I purchased and then I will tell you how much I paid for these. Cause it's quite astounding to me. It was, uh, sheltered volume two and three. Cause you had me read the first one. I really enjoyed it. Never finished the book. Okay. Uh, so I have volume two and three. Uh, I've read Nailbiter Volume 1, I think, a couple times because it was on Unlimited and you had me start that. Every volume of Nailbiter um, after Volume 1 I purchased. Uh, Jupiter's Great Legacy because I never I never finished it. Um, and I know that Netflix is doing a show out of it. So, you know, hey, whatever. And then Jupiter's Circle, the, the one and two volumes of that. Um, don't even know much about it. Just know that Netflix stuff is coming out. I feel like they're going to put some money behind it. Since they since they did purchase all the Mark Miller stuff, whatever I'll check it out. So that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven uh, trades of books, and I paid like thirty bucks for it. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was awesome. But um, you know what, though, but whereas I don't get these coupons, I also don't know if I've been pay, uh, been charged for the service. Still, man, what a steal! I, 
I don't know. Well, maybe not. I don't know. In fact, today, this is terrible. I went to lunch today with a buddy of mine. I was off today, so I went to the city, got some lunch, you know, just easy peasy. And we ordered our sandwiches, bagels, naturally, because we're in New York. And at one point, I go, are they going to charge us? And he goes, dude, you you literally gave them your credit card. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Just made money. I mean, well, I didn't even, I mean, I was truly like, what the fuck? Am I going to steal this bagel? And he was like, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. I just, and I, I, had I been drinking? No. It was three o'clock. Had I been smoking? I don't even smoke. So I don't know. <laughs> so so, may, so yeah, maybe they're charging me double. I don't know. Plus, the- well, I definitely got the, at least the first year of Comixology Unlimited for free, but they do charge me now. Uh, of that, I, so I reread Nobody Volume 1. I have read Volume 2. I've started on three, but not finished it yet. So I've promised you many times that I would read this book. I will have it done at some point soon. You like it though? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very good. Um, okay. I've poked through Sheltered Volume Two. I've not finished it. These were I was kind of jumping back and forth through things on the plane um, on the way back. Um, so, and I think that's I think those are all I read from. Yeah, Super Sons was in there. Uh, I've got Runaways downloaded from today, but have not gotten a chance to read it yet. That and Gideon Falls. Uh, so I will uh, get myself caught up on those for next week. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. Uh, weekly news. So there was a an article today in Bleeding Cool that uh, apparently the word on the street is that Tom King is going to be is going to be taken off Batman at issue number eighty five. Um, I, I read that as well. He, he he explained that he was supposed to be on this for like a hundred much longer than that. yes. Yeah. So something must be up at DC. Okay, so so it was declining sales. I did see that, mm-hmm. and you know, as we've learned from things like Heroes in Crisis, he makes you work for it. And I think on a book that commercial, it's been problematic. That's what I've read, and and I can see that. That like there's this whole thing happening. It's called Nightmares, where it's spelled with a K, of course, where uh, Bane has been torturing him for I guess several years now. I don't read this book, and I'm sorry if you do, listeners of the show, and I'm sorry that you've unsubscribed just now. But <laughs> uh, but that's been apparently that's been an, an issue uh, for people that are uh, devotees of the book. That's one thing that I did pick up, and from- it is weird that they they've got the you know the, while this main Batman book is going on, now they're bringing back Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo to sort of finish off their Batman at the same time. You've got the who writes the one that we really like, Sean Murphy. Is that the name? escaping me uh but they've got like a lot of batman stuff i feel like that takes away from it as well um but maybe this is something else that they'll uh, give bendis to do yeah but what's he been doing that we like (laughs) these Uh, days (laughs) that we like that's the uh key phrase of that question okay so that so uh, i i don't know well tom king at least is working on his next uh you know crazy book yeah like of oddball character that he can make cool uh so you know he's got things to do okay fine uh, Robert Pattinson may be playing the next Batman. <laughs> that's that, that's all I have to say about that. I, I don't know. I just – but then again, have you ever recalled ever a casting of Batman that people have not been upset with that's turned out to be okay, except for Ben Affleck? Mm, they hated yeah. Michael Keaton. They hated uh, Val Kilmer. They hated Clooney. George Clooney, who did suck. They hated Christian Bale, who did a nice job. And then Ben Affleck, who did suck. But is there so, ever has there been a casting in the internet age that where people liked? Uh, let me think here. <laughs> I feel like everybody's got an issue with something. I mean, I think I'm 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 trying to think. 
I feel like James Spader got a pass for Ultron, even though yeah. he did not do that good of a job. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like uh, – no, I'm sorry. I, I, I honestly – the inverse, where if we were not happy about it, they did a great job. And if they – like, for example, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. People were like, uh, he did a good job. Yeah. He's um, I would say, like, um, people weren't feeling um, Josh Brolin necessarily. Mm-hmm. He did Decent for both characters, Cable and Thanos. He's all over the place. People hated Hugh Jackman being casted. He did fine. People should be long gone. Well, because Wolverine's five three. That's one thing that needed to be addressed. But 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 the point is, so he'll probably do a fantastic job based upon this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But who will be cast for the four kids walk into a bank movie that's being written by Matthew Rosenberg himself? Oh, this is going to be. Interesting because we like the book. I wonder how it's, if it's going to be animated or people. I wonder if it's going to be as dark as the book turned out to be because you know we liked some of the aspects of the book that were as I know you're a big sucker for like widespreads or spreads where they zero in on certain pieces and kind of break down you know the intricacies of of, of, of a layout. Right? Yes. You love those. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you quite get that. Unless they do it like Scott Pilgrim style. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. That's the one movie that sort of did stuff like that. Which was not a hit. I liked it. Though. I did like it, yeah. Um, but you know what, though? It's like one mind, buddy. And I appreciate that with you. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm excited. It, it, but it did go very dark, that book. Yeah. In a way, that was not comedic in any way. <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully it, the, the the interesting thing is him writing it. Um, you know, I don't know how that, what his full background is beyond what he does in comics and how writing comics translates into potentially writing a movie. Uh, so, you know, maybe it'll even see some rewrites when he's done with it, but either way, it's nice that it's in his hands considering that uh, he wrote the thing, wrote the thing. Yeah. But okay. I, I don't mean to be a Debbie Danner and I'm sorry, Debbie, who, who inspired that name. We can't even get why the last minute off the ground. So yeah, I, good God. So anyway, all that's right. all. Um, what we do have getting off the ground though is HBO's series Watchmen, which debuted its first teaser trailer. So I think that this show would function much better as a t- as this show as an that, HBO that, TV that, show. That's that, as a show on HBO. Yes, and by the way, it was a book originally. I know that. Um, yeah. So I, I think, and the, the way that they even done things like um, Rorschach looks much more believable, mm-hmm. which is sort of how this whole thing was grounded. Which I yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was it was equal parts uh, creepy and intriguing. Uh, you know, I watched it. Watched it. Terrible watches. Uh, my wife watches a lot of TV shows with me. Uh, I showed her the trailer for this because it was something that I'm definitely going to watch when it hits HBO. Uh, you know, just to see what she would think of it. Obviously, having never read the book, knowing nothing about Watchmen. Um, you know, she, that was sort of her. Her take as well. She's like, uh, that looks like very scary. And I'm like, well, you know, it's going to be uh, some dark, some dark overtures. And uh, you know, landing on HBO is a good spot for it, it seems. And and hopefully it gets to play itself out over you know four or five seasons and and stop and not let it run on forever. But uh, definitely looks uh, more interesting than the movie was. I, which I I I'm, I'd like I like the movie. Yeah, but I, I, I think this looks more interesting. Can't they both exist okay. in our world? They're about to, yeah. Okay, well then, there you go. Uh, new rumor links Zac Efron to major role in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Who's he playing? You think? Rumored Adam Warlock. I don't. Okay. You know what though? Just because I just said that, <laughs> he's gonna do. One, if there's one thing I'm happy about, and you know this, we have the same birthday, and I think that's where the similarities end. But we share that one thing. Me and Zac Efron, October 18th. 
All right. Well, listen, if this came to be, uh, the internet would be shitting all over this. I have to imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just I for the, and I imagine it would be a lot of nerds who just hear Zach Efron and would just instantly shit on without like yes. having seen anything recent of his or know that much about him. Um, but listen, I'm I'm gonna let far be it for me to to shit on casting things because I don't know anything that goes in this type of stuff. And Marvel has been uh, casting things uh, very well now for the last decade, so I'm going to trust them. Who do you think is their best casting choice so far? I'm I have two in my head. In the MCU, yeah. Well, Robert Robert Downey as Tony Stark is very good. Okay. Um. Hmm. Can you guess my second? God, man, guess what you would be thinking as your second. Okay, so we've established that we agree on Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, Chris Hemsworth. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good, good job. He's been excellent Thor. Yeah. They, I mean, they've they've nailed a lot of those characters. Um, yeah. Good, okay. Great job, Marvel. Yeah. You know, as if you need the kudos, I think the billions of dollars is what is uh, better for you. But, uh, yeah, great job. And us to believe in mm-hmm. you and what you do. <laughs> But yes, I would say Thor and Tony would have been the best cast. Uh, I'm going to go even uh, Cap, good casting. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, there's just so much. They're just all doing so great. Yeah, it's all very Star- good. Star-Lord Star was a good one. Yeah, the Jinxie buddies. Uh, it's all been so good. I know. Even where, Pepper. Where can you find fault? You just can't. Tom yeah. Holland as Spider-Man, I feel, is knocking it out of the park. Yes, sir. I don't want to go away. I don't feel so good. <laughs> Mr. Stark? That's heartbreaking. <laughs> by the way, so we got Dark Phoenix coming up, by the way, and then we can wrap this up. Uh, are you going to see it? Yeah, I'll see it. I mean, I'm feeling a little more Jones about it, but yeah, I know it's just a means to an end. Yeah, just uh, let's get this out of the way and wipe the old slate clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. Do the old clean right. slate. The old clean slate risky poo. Let's Thanos snap away all these movies. Okay, come on. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, hopefully we get back to a uh, regular schedule. We and, are. Uh, we we are. make things happen here. We are. Back on regular schedule. And it's and, official. Until then, TooMinyComics.com. Hit us up online. Twitter mostly. Uh, poke around on Facebook. Uh, we uh, love the chats and books. I've been reading too many comics.